Everybody and welcome to the 60 second car the podcast that follows the entire franchise that is the fast franchise do we call it the fast franchise the fast and the furious franchise the furious French the um, series of unfortunate not deaths and superhuman people I don't know my name is Dan and I'm joined by my co-host as always Daniel are you ready Hello. to get into this I'm ready. You got me thinking about all the titles and what would work. Fast Averse seems right, but Fast isn't in all the movie titles, but neither is Furious, so I don't know. I think the Fast Averse is good. It feels right. The Furious Everse? Furious Servers? I don't know. It all sounds weird. Um, isn't that a character from Harry Potter? Furious Servers? Uh, Serverus Snape. And... No, I think I said it right. <laughs> Katie! <laughs> she said she heard that. She yelled she heard that from the other room. Um, <laughs> what do you want to be able to hear things award? Yeah, the, is that the, the anti-Pete Holmes award? The, wor- the word is not for speaking first, it's for hearing first. Where are we at in the timestamp before we bring up Doug Benson shows? <laughs> yeah, there, there's a speed run every episode to talk about a Doug Benson show. Wait, why, do you, why do you have this puzzled face? I'm not hearing enough. Oh no, you're fine. Uh, we were we were trying we were discussing what to call the Fast and the Furious uh, franchise. You can just call it that because that's pretty much what it is. But I thought the uh, Furious Franch is a good <laughs> good one. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, well, would you say the Furious Iverse is under the 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 Fastiverse? Fastiverse. Fast Fast French dressing. Fast French dressing. Which yeah. is something probably by Kraft. Potentially, she says. Um, <laughs> I don't know. This it's been a long week. Um, I I put together. I just turned in a, a writing sample that I worked a couple days on, and my brain is all mush. Um, but uh, it has been. We're here on the Tuesday, which is not normal, even though it's supposed to be. <laughs> this is what our second Tuesday out of five, and this is the day. This is the day we've chosen to do these things on, and, and yet here we are on week, whatever it is. We're on uh, episode 13, technically, minute 12. Um, although, I, I, it's not 10 is not going to be a numbered episode, obviously, and we're just going to call them minutes anyway. We're talking about minute 12, for those wondering. And uh, we're jumping into a pretty uh, interesting... I, I'm going to say the word interesting because as much as I use that word far too often, it is extremely interesting on how we open, just do this entire minute. Um, there are some, what I would akin to prison rules and maybe how they do uh, the entire uh, just scenes or shots that they do. And uh, I can only imagine what it was like to be on set doing them. It also now, uh, and we'll see. You'll see what I'm talking about in a sec. But now it, it is even becoming even clearer why this movie was almost called Race Wars. 
Oh, okay. There we go. I was wondering what the hell you were talking about. Like, what movie is this, Dan? It, it, it's very, very strange. Um, you slipped and you watched Oz instead. I mean, like, it feels like it feels like the the director maybe has directed a prison movie of some sort or prison TV show or whatever it might have been. Because quite literally, we'll see here in a sec. These shots are all just of singular races in, yeah. in individual shots. <laughs> um, I noticed that about uh, probably an episode we're going to put out next week that it's even more obvious that that's what's happening. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's um, yeah. This episode has those shots, but I also have a theory about um the fact that there's more to this um, which you know we might as well just jump into it. You want to jump into these screenshots? Let's do it. What do you got? Um, first screenshot is obviously kind of the same screen we left off on as we ended last episode, which is uh, Brian standing outside his car, looking like, kind of, I'm going to be honest, looking like a cop. Yeah, looks like an absolute narc, and uh, I think everyone's picking up on it, too. Yeah, he just, he looks like, he looks like he's a cop, and and there's a scene in a second with, with Hector where he just kind of points him out, but also... He points out his race, even though, like, I feel like most of these people here would be like, no, that's a cop, dude. He's mm -hmm. just standing there. Weird. <laughs> yeah, Hector seems like he'd be, like, streetwise, but for some reason, he's just like, this guy's this guy's fun, whatever. Hector, you know though. The, you know how the default for people who say that, you know, whether they got bad grades in school or whatever, they call them, they're, they're not um, book smart. They The default is just to go straight to, I'm street smart. Sure. I'll say this right now for everybody who says that. Make sure you're street smart before you say something like that. Because <laughs> I do feel like a lot of the people who say things like that probably also wouldn't see this guy as possibly looking like a cop. Thus, probably not street smart. <laughs> Guess who's not street smart? This guy. No. I'm okay. <laughs> I, think, I think you've been to enough... Uh, enough festivals and it's probably i i'm assuming seen some stuff to where you've probably learned a few tips and tricks on how to stay away from danger yeah <laughs> yeah people are weird and uh i do feel like music festivals and things like this tend to uh, bring that out of people um as much as you know we all love going to a music festival uh i was at a mini one over the weekend but it was barely a festival it was just four bands playing one after another but one of them happened to start at four o'clock so they called it a festival but i had a good time if the music starts before the sun goes down it automatically is a festival i don't know like they they were like oh it's four bands all playing full sets the first band played 35 minutes and i saw them play at another music festival for an hour and they were like on at noon it was that was more of an actual festival though so i don't know it was a good time what makes a festival? Ooh, in my head, in my head, it's like multiple stages. It's like an all-day affair. Mm. There's like just lots of options for if you're not into the music, you can just fuck around somewhere else. A lot of food, a lot of drink options. It's basically it, to me, it's like if someone took a carnival or a fair and they put more emphasis on bands. <laughs> would you call the state fair where they have like the akin to like hootie and the blowfish and things like that a festival one they already call it a festival they call oh, okay. it the food the food and it's a food and wine festival now it's like oh. the california state fair food and wine festival but yeah that makes sense 
I guess they technically do have multiple stages going, but uh, yeah, last year I went and I saw Smash Mouth there, so. There you go. I guess I attended the festival. Hey now, hey now. They did that. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah, absolutely. Um, I, I, do you have a minimum number of bands to call it a festival? Because uh, uh, I feel like four bands is a normal show. Yeah, four. I've seen longer shows that were normal shows that started at like six o'clock. Yeah. Um, maybe like two stages and six bands on each, five bands on each, something like that, where they alternate oh, or something. Each. Oh, okay. Yeah. It's like if it's one stage, to me, that's not a festival. It's just a long show. Interesting. Yeah. I find that to be a lot more, it would be probably a lot more efficient too, right? You see, you see one band do their set. And then you just shift your attention to another stage and you watch that band do their set while everybody's setting up the rest of the next band. And it just goes all day long. Yep. I, I mean, feel like it's pretty perfect. I hit an Ozfest once where the first band was on at 10 a.m. and uh, the next band was on at like 10.25 and so well, those, on. But those Ozfest have such long lists of bands. It's true. But then that was... That was two stages that was one state one band band at a time on a stage and like five minutes in between but then they realized oh they could have a third stage and alternate those mm, yeah that makes sense um yeah uh music music is actually going to be i think a pretty big topic for this episode and next i believe um if not the maybe the the episode after that but but this okay so we have to talk about the fact that if they paid for licenses for this music, I wonder if they were like, we don't have any... So there's two options here. Either we didn't have any room to put all these other songs that we paid for, so we stuck them all here in the end, like the end of editing, or they were like, no, just ever, just going to play a different song for pretty much each individual thing that we see here. <laughs> What I, I liken this to when I was watching it again was this reminds me of like professional wrestling where everybody has their own entrance song. Yeah. <laughs> and yeah. of course, Jaw Rules is his own entrance song, is his own song. Yes, of course. And and thinking about this, and I know I've said this in the past. So, it, and I should probably look this up. I don't know if you've looked it up. Jaw Rules song, I feel like I'm not hearing what I thought I heard. Because I thought yeah. the lyric was too fast, too furious, but it is, it, it's something, is it something different? So I've spent the like last hour trying to find this song because when I Shazammed it when it was playing, it came up with a song called Fuck You by Ja Rule. Okay. And on the soundtrack that they put out, Fast and Furious changed it to Furious. Great. Okay. It's the same exact song with a different like title. And I listened to them both back to back to make sure. I don't, I don't hear the lot, the like, the line that's in the movie in the song so maybe it was added in editing oh interesting it's and it's definitely it's definitely a musical lyric because it's not him saying it it definitely doesn't sound like it at least but yeah it's either like too fast too furious or it's like be fast you're furious or something like that i don't know but either way uh they say that just right about here. I think I'm at the screen where that where I think a new, one of the songs starts. I think a new song starts. I don't remember which one it is. Uh, in this minute, I have that rolling from the last minute continues, and then "Fuck You" by Jaw Rule plays, and those are my so, needle yeah. drops that I noted. So this, I do remember getting this this shot right here. This is when the track kind of uh, moves over. Um, it's kind of an aerial or a crane shot, 
uh, looking down at, you know, a bunch of different cars is they're kind of having this car meet, the swap, or they're not the swap meet, but like a car meet before they go and do a race. So change locations, but I, I don't know how far they go. Um, I know that we've talked about this and, and uh, I think we talked about this off air, but um, I think both of our Instagram uh, algorithms are completely screwed up and they're essentially mm-hmm. one thing. <laughs> I keep I keep finding more and more memes to send to Daniel and I'm sure that every time I hit the share button, Instagram's like, oh, they this person really likes this thing, so let's keep feeding it to them. <laughs> right now, like I just went to search and it is Simpson stuff, which is like what I do anyway. Mm-hmm. It's Zelda stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm seeing a lot of Vin Diesel whatnot, mm-hmm. <laughs> and uh, yeah, then Fast and Furious and people playing slap bass. So those are those are my interests right now. And honestly, I can't be mad because no, no, I no. brought this on myself. And I'm like, oh yeah, cool. Let's watch this guy making something very weird in Tears of the Kingdom. I so didn't realize you could make a robot. We talk about this thing, and algorithms and AI are tools, right? And they're tools that can be used for evil, but. The, the tools that they use for like advertising things to you and like showing off the things that you they think you want to see often is extremely fine. <laughs> I, mm-hmm. I think it works most of the time. In fact, I'm okay with it. But I'm not here. I'm not. I swear I'm not shilling here for AI. I'm just saying that like there are certain situations where it works. Um, this happens to be one of those situations because I think my my feed is a, a lot of Fast and the Furious stuff. In fact, there's a few things that I think. You and I have both been saying for all these episodes so far, and, and I think we've probably been saying this before we even started the podcast, um, but there are things that, that kind of confirm, or at least confirm that other people are thinking that. Then there are, um, then I have the Lord of the Rings. I have tons of Lord of the Rings stuff. Um, lots of behind the scenes of, you know, Vigo Morganson basically embodying Aragorn and being being him in real life for some reason. Um, Billy Boyd and... Uh, uh, What's his name? The guy that plays Mary. They're being best friends. That's always fun. Um, but but more importantly, this is this and the Transformers and mm, a few other uh, movies have. The, Instagram has taught me that there's a name for these types of movies and also why we like them so much. Um, that name is fast food movies. And, you know, it fits. It fits with the fast, fast diverse. Uh, the furious, furious chais, um, because, <laughs> because <laughs> how, how this was defined in this video was essentially they're movies that we know aren't good for us. They don't provide any nutritional value. They don't really give us anything that, you know, is going to keep us living for a while or keep us artistic or whatever it is, but damn, they're delicious. And yep. they're full of all the things that our taste buds just crave all the time. <laughs> I you know I'm very much a music person and I definitely have artists like that where I feel like I'm not getting any sort of artistic challenge or I'm not really like learning new tricks because I'm also like a very uh uh technical person when it comes to music like I watch techniques what things are people doing and like theory and all that bullshit but like one of my favorite artists who I saw again for the fourth time and I will absolutely see again is Carly Rae Jepsen mm-hmm Mm-hmm. So most people know Call Me Maybe. That is the most bubblegum fast food song I could think of. But beyond that, she has songs that like harken to 70s pop and disco and stuff like that. But ultimately, like it's just fun, silly pop music, and I have a great time with it. And that 
to me is also what I'm getting from the Fast movies or like we've restarted watching all the Marvel movies. I'm getting the same out of that. But also that's if that's probably dismissive of what they are as far as a bigger artistic whole for people who are really into the comics and graphic novels. But for me, who's not? That's they're on the same level. They're ridiculous action movies and uh, long week. Sit down. Just take it in. Well, no, I think I think I think that's absolutely right. Right. Because like. I think DC has proven many times that they make movies for the comic book readers and the comic book lovers. I love the DC movies for those reasons. And Marvel movies have, are not necessarily made for them. They make references and they're like trying to follow an arc, but they make the movies that they know people are just going to like and have yep. a good time at and have, have some fun at the movies. Um, speaking of, I think we're going to go see this new Spider-Man movie tomorrow and it, it, it apparently is really good. Cool. And... Whether it has anything to do with any of the comics that have ever been made before, I don't care. I'm probably gonna have a blast, <laughs> and and it that's that's I think that's the feeling that we feel when we come to watch these movies, which is essentially, I don't care what happens. I know what nah. happens is gonna taste good, <laughs> and that's all that's that's good. I was now you you reminded me so I and this might be you know something I'm making up in my head. Somebody else talked about. Carly Rae Jepsen quite a bit and I for some reason Howard Kramer is coming to mind does that ring any bells to you because I know you know you know who that is I know who he is but like my uh experience with him and stuff is rather limited or at least has been for a while Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. but okay that seems like maybe it was on he was on that charted show right who charted with uh Kulop yeah yeah um so yeah they were they did that show together but he's on comedy bang bang quite a bit i mean who charted is on earwolf and stuff like that but uh sure uh but yeah like i feel i feel like he brings the he brings a lot of those bands into play because he's also you know musically inclined and very talented and a silly goose uh, a lot of things that i think you guys share in common but but also it's one of those things where you kind of just have to you can't be serious all the time nah I think that's that's a boring way to live, and and also it's kind of why. Speaking of our our Instagram algorithms yet again, it's also why I find it so hilarious to find so many haters who make content about the Fast and the Furious, and their their content is mostly about how these movies are so bad, <laughs> and and you shouldn't watch them. And the only reason that I think there was one, I think I sent you of somebody talking about the first movie is the only good movie because it's the only one you ever hear people quote people quote. And I'm like, I don't, I know that we have a podcast about it, but you and I, I think probably quote several times in a year or month, the other movies as well. Right. <laughs> oh yeah. It's also part like when you sent me that I watched it and I was like, knowingly, I don't know what quotes from what movie anyway but because i've seen them all but like going through the quotes that i have so far i i don't feel myself going like what's in that tuna sandwich particularly (laughs) but maybe i will now that i'm aware of it but yeah i I think there's more than just that like that sounds to me like somebody who's watched them all once and was expecting some high art piece and didn't get that even though i don't think the first one even though we're in it is a high art piece either so what do they want what are they mad about that's the thing it's it's the and I think throughout most of the 2000s, this became prevalent. It's a lot of people look watching movies and then being upset that the thing that they know and are maybe experts in, or at least close to experts in, or maybe they just think they are, um, see something inaccurate and go, this movie's trash because that's inaccurate. Because that happens a lot. I mean, we see this in video games constantly. 
Uh, anybody who trashes Call of Duty or something like that because it's not realistic, first of all, if you have been in the military and maybe have seen actions or whatever it is, you don't want it to be realistic. <laughs> Let's be honest. You don't want it to be like how it is because either you have a boring job and you sit there and do nothing in your military zone or you don't want to be in the middle of combat and battle because it's, you know, scary and stuff. bad stuff happens. Like, you don't want that stuff. <laughs> so my dad was in the military and he played the hell out of Call of Duty and like from the early days, not like mm -hmm. when zombies and stuff got involved, but like the early games he played the fuck out of on my PS2. And his gig was ammunition inspector. So mm. he took me to work with him one time and he was in a very thick walled building in the middle of nowhere surrounded by bullets and grenades and shit. So I don't think he was really getting in the stuff and him playing that game. It definitely wasn't realistic, realistic because he mm. was taking multiple bullet shots mm -hmm. and then keep going. So I, I get what you're saying. I feel like he probably doesn't want it to be realistic either. All mm. these people that he knows, right. people he's like worked with and were considers friends. Yeah. yeah they there's so the first level of the game is like a year of you hanging out with these people, building relationships. It becomes the Sims, and then suddenly you go to war. That's the game that people want. No. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And the the people who you know when when the word NOS shows up, and then the people go, "That's just nitrous oxide. It's just called nitrous oxide." I go, "Who cares? Why do mm -hmm. you care? Stop this." And, uh, and and yeah, I think that there are so many things in this movie, kind of like what you just said, that really kind of aren't real or anything anyway so why do we continuously have this expectation of oh they're gonna get better or more accurate or whatever it might be no just enjoy the food just enjoy mm -hmm. the the greasy french fries that are covered in salt <laughs> it's I delicious french fries. french fries delicious i had some last night that was my uh, after stream snack um <laughs> They were a little soggy because they're frozen, but they're French fries, man. I don't care. It's still a good fry. <laughs> it's still, still a delicious. good treat. I put, I did, I did do um, some degeneracy things. I, I put semi-expensive salt on them, on some frozen <laughs> French fries. Fuck okay, it, why not? Because <laughs> why not? It was delicious. <laughs> um, but yeah, I was like, all right, cool. <laughs> um. But but anyway, anyway, I don't know. We get we get sidetracked on on that kind of stuff all the time. But we go to exactly what I was talking about at the beginning of this of this episode, which is we get into like what you what you might see in a the somebody going to prison in a movie for the first time. They're like, oh, you come up and you have, you know, this gang of people and you have this gang of people and you have this gang of people. But quite literally, it's they show this as if this is the theme at this place when we all know they're all friends right they're, mm -hmm. they're all pretty acquainted but you got jaw rule uh and then you introduce hector and then you introduce i forget this guy's name i don't think he Ooh, ever uh, does anything again actually i don't oh, think jaw rule does anything in this again but he's already famous <laughs> all right then if that's not the guy i think it was i gotta quickly fix some notes coming up <laughs> uh wait is he in here later is this not the guy that like they get a shootout in? They no, they like that is not him. no. Mm -mm. All right, well, I have that guy's name later, and that's Different not what guy. I thought that was. Okay, yep. this is just some nerdy guy who is in the race with with uh, with the rest of our cast, and uh, he's the one that has the PlayStation in his truck or his car. I mean, um, 
and he's playing like Gran Turismo or something here in a, a few more minutes after after we'll record today. It'll be a different different minute session. Um, but we're introduced to our racers and their races. <laughs> the war has begun. Like this, that's kind of what's happened. So for those who don't know, this movie's potential title at one point before they asked for the title of the Fast and the Furious from um, this, I don't know, this movie that may, we may or may not have talked about several different times. In uh... So you're referring to the 1954 classic, The Fast and the Furious. And uh, if you've listened to these episodes, we are at the startling conclusion of my recap of the plot because <laughs> this is episode... What twelve did we decide? Thirteen. This is this is minute twelve. Yeah, minute twelve. Okay, and I don't recall if I did this in the recap episode, so that means this is probably eleven sentences. Anyway, mm. I don't this think movie. So. Spoiler for the Fast and Furious nineteen fifty four. A movie you've seen, this, by the way, right? No, I've seen it come up in searches, and I have not clicked on it. I feel like I should at this point, but I probably won't. This movie ends with his successful entry into Mexico and him driving off into the sunset. So nice. somewhere along the line, they decided this title was too good to let go. So they adapted the title and not much else. But yeah, this was supposed to be called Race Wars, mm-hmm. which is something that is a theme, a name of something that comes up throughout the franchise a couple times. And it's like, it's it's what um, Han Wait, does and Giselle really? have. Yeah, they, they come back to it in a later movie. Oh, I don't remember that. Okay, okay. The, but when it's talked about, it reminds me of when Giselle and Han are talking about Tokyo. It's mm. with Dom and Letty. There's always race wars. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, kind of. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, I mean, it's so weird. Like, So when I heard race wars for the first time, I was pretty young. I didn't think I thought much of it at the first time. And then as I got older and like rewatched it, and I, re- and I watched this and I, I just uncontrollably started laughing when when he mentions he goes well this thing called race wars i'm like wait what (laughs) and and now after doing these screenshots because i didn't really notice i'm gonna be honest i didn't really notice Mm -hmm. that they just kind of collected people in their you know racial groups here when i was doing these screenshots i go no maybe they did know what they were doing when they almost named it race wars because like no, I don't. I don't never necessarily think that they were trying to do something like this. But you know, I also don't know the director very well because he's not. He only did two movies, right? Or did he's he only got do quite, one? He has a, a rather. I, lengthy I mean, for this franchise, era. sorry. For this franchise, oh, I think uh, it might be two, but you know, I think it's this minimal. one and the second one. But but you kind of like you understand that that maybe he may maybe he didn't cr- uh, pass the vibe check, you know. I mean, he's not a good guy, so it seems likely that maybe he did uh, this on purpose. Uh, so he's <laughs> only done the first one, but he also did the Vin movie Triple X. Oh, he did. That the, could be he what you Triple X. Yep. Which came after the, after this? Okay. Yeah, because yeah, Pitch Black was the year after as well, right? Uh, uh, I don't have his filmography up. I have the director's current. Right. 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 Um. So I'm just like I, I'm just thinking quite literally about the fact that Vin Diesel worked a lot in the early 2000s. Oh yeah, um, he had a bunch of stuff, and then I think the uh, Chronicles of Riddick were probably like late 2000s. Um, but but yeah, I mean anyway, they they 
I don't know. It's possible that he was just a, you know, not a good guy. Oh, no, you, we mentioned that there there may have been some bad stuff about him anyway. Um, but yeah, you're like, uh, this is weird. This is a little jarring um, because we go over to Hector and, you know, we've got. Okay, I will say there's a token white guy in both of these already, though. <laughs> so the, on the far right, there's there's just a white dude there. The far left, there's like a guy that looks kind of like Tony Hawk in a way. Um, oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, you know, maybe it is Tony Hawk. I feel like he'd be down for these. Just a uh, he would be absolutely mindless would be. cameo in the back. Because he did, um, uh, he did Back to the Future three. And that's when he was, I think he did Back to the Future 3. He was in, he was this one of the skateboarders, uh, oh, him actually, and some other skateboarders in uh, that scene. He just brought a bunch of pros, and he kind of got people into the entertainment industry from the skateboarding um, world. And so that, like, that springboarded a lot of that stuff. So him being in here wouldn't surprise me one bit. I don't think that's him, but if he was, yeah, like you said, it wouldn't be surprising. Um, but you, now, now you got a bunch of people in here that look like, you know, my cousins and uncles. So like, you know, we have these guys also, we'll see in a sec. Who's the, who are the, some of the first, who's the first dude that Dom talks to as he gets out of the car? It's just one of these guys. It's just one of these Mexican guys. Okay. That's what I it's, thought. It's not a character. I... It's not, it's not like a main character or anything. It's just one of these yeah. Mexican dudes. And I'm like, he, they, they very much have this sort of thing going like they're like the director or whoever wrote it or whoever decided to do that was just like oh this makes sense and i think maybe in 2023 this is why we think it's weird but it's a little on the nose or at least a little weird to be doing stuff like this well what i think's <laughs> interesting about like them all being essentially segregated in their groups mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. is that dom's crew is a uh, you know, they eventually become more diverse, but they're a diverse crew already. There's mm -hmm. question mark, question mark, Don, there's Letty, and then there's the white guys in there. So, like, he's already, I mean, I don't believe they have anybody of Asian descent in their crew yet. yet. They, they'll they get there. Mm -hmm. But, mm -hmm. like, that's, the his family is of all, of all people. So, uh, he's the one bringing all this together anyway. So, the fact that he pops out of his car and just says hey to everybody and everybody looks up to him. Mm-hmm. Yeah, just there. That's what that's what happens if you're multifacial. Yeah, exactly. Um, and then yeah, we go over to our, our Asian crew, and then we have then we then we okay. I want to talk about this scene a little bit. So this is the scene <clears throat> where Hector spots Brian. Right. And he, he mentions the line, look at this snowman right here. I have so you many know? notes about Hector. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Please. So I just wanted to point out this screen that we had. This girl that's on his lap. If you watch this in like slow mo, she has no idea what her eyeline's supposed to be. She's <laughs> looking. She she's. It looks like she's looking for eyeline, and maybe she's acting, and maybe this is a choice of like him him saying, "Hey, look at this snowman over here. What's he doing?" And she's like, "Who? Who are we talking about here?" And maybe that's why. But she's her eyes are all over the place. I don't think we understand it, or we don't know what's going on here. Um, I will say, everybody looks like they're having a great time. <laughs> yeah but like i don't know how long people get here i don't know how long the first people are here like the first person gets to yeah. the car meetups is he just like pacing the alley waiting for everybody to roll up knowing like <laughs> the, how knowing how i am that'd be me because i'm early to everything just the like there half hour early party. Mm -hmm. yep that's absolutely me yep well d if you do that i mean and you know i'm sure that uh this actually you probably are experienced with this if you show up early to a mexican party you'll get put to work 
That's for yep. sure. Yep. Yeah. You will Absolutely be have. you'll be putting out chairs, you'll be laying tablecloths, you'll be doing something. Um so yeah, I don't know. Maybe maybe they're the first ones here setting up for the party. I don't know what's going on. Um but the point is in the, the the my bad brain in the meta of this and how films are made is when they're shooting these things, I am curious to know if everybody is on set all at the same time or if these are shots that are made or done by themselves and and we're just like, okay, can we get all the black people to go over here? Okay, we're going to do this shot. Okay, everybody leave. Let's get all the Mexican guys to go over here. Okay, get rid of that shot. It's, gonna, it's just like, wait, it, wait. Feels, it feels weird. Bring in our white guy, put him in the back. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Otherwise, it's weird, right? Uh, it it would have been weirder if it was the same way. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but it would be hilarious. <laughs> if it was like Jesse in every shot. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, so Yeah, go ahead. I, it's Hector I time. really want to talk about Hector. So played by Noel G, a.k.a. Actually, that's his a.k.a. Googly Amy. Um this is his sixth role after uh, the animal. I did not get his age for some reason, but never mind. Uh, his Wikipedia is fascinating. Yeah, he's got all of kinds of roles. He has crazy roles, like so many roles. TV, movie. He was in Buffy. He was in Angels, a different role. Mm-hmm. He has a note on his Wikipedia page that says he has notoriety for playing characters named Hector. Yep. Uh, I counted them up. He has eight roles where he plays Hector, and two of them are in Fast, which means there's seven different roles named Hector. <laughs> Which then started a, a, a whole snowball effect of uh, Control-F searches. Uh-huh. He's played a character named Angel four times. He's played some variation of John or Johnny three. He's played Jose four times. And he played my favorite title uh, character, Lord of the Garbage, in what you ask <laughs> in a movie called Duck. <laughs> duck is a movie about a very sad man in a dystopia who befriends a duck. And the character names are Arthur, Leopold, Podiatrist, Lord of Garbage, the Jumper, Norman, and apparently the duck in the movie Duck is the Aflac duck. So this is a star-studded <laughs> cast. And the one of the characters is And one of the characters is Lord of the Garbage. So we all need to go find Duck and watch it. I just ran across one of his uh previous movies. Um What do we got? That he plays Hector in. He plays a Hector in. It's Ghetto Busters. Mm-hmm. I, I don't know what this is i don't know if it's a ghostbuster spoof but it's it's it, it is a ghostbuster spoof of some sort at least that's what the uh the the uh the poster here is for uh ghetto and in the o is a is a marijuana leaf busters um during these misfits of wannabe superheroes that are led by three three jalapeno of all trades what <laughs> That's the title. Follow Jalapeno as he creates a laser pack and that can change a non-role model citizen into the best citizen on this planet. (laughs) Okay, I have a question and I don't mean it fully. I am joking about 80%. I know like in other languages, Mm -hmm. names jump from, you know, like mm-hmm. this name is John in whatever language you have. Mm-hmm. Jalapeno is not a sub for Jack, <laughs> no. is it? <laughs> no, right, it's it cannot not. be. <laughs> uh, uh, do you want to know the year this came out? Please, twenty nineteen. Oh, I, I, 
caught something on this similar because like he's had notoriety for playing hectors uh yeah. last time he played hector yeah was ghetto busters so he's yep. uh keeping at it i mean he's a he's working he's a busy man he seems stoked about it he's also a motivational speaker so he's getting out there and hopefully doing good things for young people as well yeah but uh yeah, I, I love Hector. He's a, a character I'd love to spend more time with in these movies, and I know he comes back in a later one. But, uh, you know, gone too soon. I can't picture that. I don't remember which one that is for some reason. S- seven. Only, I only know that because it's right in front of me. <laughs> oh, weird. Uh, yep. It's uh, As far as the movies I've rewatched, seven might be on the low end of the list, so that makes sense. Um, but yeah. Is that the he- air- airplane one? Seven is the airplane one? I'm asking, is seven the airplane one? Seven. No, no, that's the one where they. Okay, it's that's not. That's eight, isn't it? Yes, I think you're right. Yeah, that's eight. Yeah. <laughs> Seven's the one they bring down the parking garage. Right. Yeah. Is seven the Dubai one? Yeah. Okay. All right. Yeah, I definitely haven't seen much of that. Or I haven't seen that many times, I should say. Um, but yeah, that's, that's the one. Um, yeah, there's a great scene in that one that I saw that popped across my Instagram thing um, where Dom just lifts a supercar like it's a deadlift. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> it's just crazy. Anyway, Hector, Hector. so yeah, he is this guy who plays this guy many, many, many times, and he plays it so well. Like, can I be typecast as the Mexican guy? That's just what he is. He's, <laughs> he's typecast as the Mexican guy. That seems fine. I'm into it. Um, but yeah, he plays this. and uh, But it's also, as we see, we'll see later on, the guy that Dom trusts the most probably in this mm-hmm. group. Yeah, I think so. And, uh, and he's looking over and looking at the snowman apparently. Um, also, that's funny. That is that he's 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 quick. He's quick on his feet. Um, and and he he spots Mr. Paul Walker, aka Brian, uh, Brian O'Connor, Brian Spilner. Yeah, Spilner, white boy name. Yep, Brian. Uh, also white boy middle name too. I forget what it is though. Earl Brian Earl, Earl. Spilner. Wow, I thought <laughs> I had a white boy middle name Scott. <laughs> Scott, eh, it's yeah. fine though. At least it's normal. Earl is weird. <laughs> For some honest. reason, yeah, <laughs> and I think they made it up. <laughs> I think the cops made it made it up. So, yeah. <laughs> so yeah, uh, Brian Earl Spilner sitting next to his car, looking. And this, this, so I mentioned the screen earlier where he looks like a cop. He absolutely looks either like a cop or a lost child here. Yep. And, uh, and this, I, I, yeah, I know that like he's new to this crew and whatever. And a bunch of people are going to walk up to him. He's going to try and, you know, earn trust, whatever. Mm-hmm. But the fact that he's alone in all these shots is so sad to me. It's super sad. Oh, yeah. And absolutely. then when he's try, he's just trying so hard, too. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So, like, I think we understand. He's young. We don't know. I, I don't know what age. I don't know what age he is here. Um, but he's obviously been a cop for a little bit. Um, we I don't know if he's been through an academy or whatever it might be. Um, but we know he's, like young but not like kid young not like 19 years old or anything but like well over 20 um and yeah he's just standing here like i i think this is what i'm supposed to do he is he like when we're looking at these at the group shots of introducing each of these like kind of side main characters um we i know we that we're supposed to be looking through brian's eyes because it does cut back to him as he scans and looks at each one um, yeah, that makes sense. Maybe, maybe this is just uh, 
maybe this is pre-commentary for uh uh we we as the audience maybe wouldn't see the races grouped up like this but maybe because he's a cop he's trained to do this oh maybe he just has a filter (laughs) (laughs) damn just a filter in his eyes that just do these things he's profiling Uh, everybody exactly this this alley (laughs) um and yeah that's when hector walks up to him and uh asks him a question do you know the question is oh i don't remember it says something like is this your car or something like that and oh, Bri- what have you what have you got under there? Something oh, to that effect. And right. he's like, I'll show you later. Something no, no, like he doesn't that. say anything. He says nothing. He just looks at him. And then he goes, uh, and then Hector says something along the lines of, you're going to make me find out the hard way. And then Bri- Brian says, hell yeah, or whatever it is, hell yeah is. <laughs> and then he gives, he gives this smirk, smirk right here. Because he thinks he's getting this respect and like this in at the moment, and he's just he's into it. This is also also the most baby face I think we see, Brian. Oh yeah. <laughs> uh, like yeah, I yeah, said, yeah. In, yeah. in the last episode, when he loses his mind in his like fake job place, when he's looking at all the nas, he's mm. gone. He wants it in this world so bad now. His the cop thing is no longer a priority, and this is further proof that he just wants to be a race man. Yeah, whatever that means. <laughs> There's multiple meanings to this. Um, yeah, so this that's ex- that's a good point because this smile could mean one of two things, and I think I think you're talking about the real thing is what this smile is because this smile could mean oh I'm not getting caught for being a cop, right? Or I'm not getting sure. called out or whatever. My undercover is working. That's one. That's one idea that can make him smile. But the other idea, which is probably the more truthful idea, is oh. I'm now being introduced to this group of racers that I want to be in. And yeah, that's, he's fe- that's where I'm going. Yeah, he's feeling accepted, right? And I think this may or may not be the first time he's really felt that way in his life. Aww. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so, so then he starts to open up the hood, and he pops the hood, and then that's when we uh, get our over-the-shoulder look at uh, Mr. Jaw Rule. Yeah, Do I've you got know- Jaw Rule looks on as my last note. What's Do you up? know his name? Oh, yeah. You want his character name or his yeah, actual his, his name? His character name. This is Edwin. Yeah, Edwin. Right. Which Dom mentions, I think, in the next minute. He goes, Edwin, after he says, after he uh, talks about Hector, which is just hilarious. Great name. I have more on Jaw Rule in the next minute. So, yeah. Uh, cliffhanger there. But yeah, Jaw Rule looks over his shoulder, just uh, sticking out like a sore thumb. I mean, yeah, his the way his he doesn't really have much shape to his face, so it's kind of a thumb <laughs> anyway. <laughs> his face is very much Damn. it's very round. Like it's it's thin, right? He's he's probably in good shape at this point too. It's very thin, but it's very round. It's very just like one one shape. Um <laughs> I don't know why I'm mentioning. You keep talking like this. He's gonna get you with some murder. <laughs> murder. <laughs> uh, yeah. I mean, I'm just disappointed, not in him necessarily, but in in the franchise not keeping him around. Because because we're we're about these next few minutes. If you're watching or listening to this, savor it. If you're if you're a Jaw Rule fan, savor it because the only time you're gonna see him. <laughs> it's so weird that he, he isn't utilized ever again. Yeah, it is weird. Like every, it seems like everyone else who's alive has come back, but nah. Yeah, so Harry we know is gone. 
Ja yeah, Rule. I mean, I'm not Harry. Ja Rule is gone. Um, but they don't die. Maybe that's the thing. If they would have died at some point in this race or these movies, maybe they would have come back. <laughs> oh, this reminds me, actually, uh, since we're talking about Ja Rule, he's mm-hmm. playing Lincoln in September. Should I go? <laughs> he's playing Lincoln? Yeah, they ha- at the casino out there. He's still playing? He's- Yes, he is. He's been touring a lot with Ashanti, and this is not one of those uh, dates. But, uh, yeah, it's the V101 block party. Uh, co-headliner TBA, but Juvenile is one of them. Next and N2D. Well, I don't know those other two, but, yeah, Jaw Rule's still out there with uh, Committing Murder. With stuff. Ashanti, who he had a very big hit with her. A bunch. Like, I didn't realize how much they, like, they have toured together for a while. And they do full sets together, so yeah. I mean, I'm trying to I'm trying to keep the focus. Uh, But yeah, no, maybe you're naturally blurry. I it might be, yeah, yeah. It's not that people can't take a picture of me. It's just that I'm naturally blurry. Um, But I mean, yeah, that's that's. Wait, are you? Do you say you're going or thinking about going? Uh, Should I go? I we'll see about Mm, that. I should go. mm. I mean, what that? What's that? Thunder Valley. This yeah. fine place. You can get some good food there. Um <laughs> but but yeah. I don't know. What do we know what he looks like now? <laughs> I would bet about the same. That's probably. Yeah, he's he's a bit thicker, but he looks pretty much the same. Um I'm sure he's still pretty jacked. Uh He's got that cool ass voice. Yeah. He does have a cool voice, yeah. Yeah, that's also why I kind of wanted him to stick around. Um, cause he just provides a nice voice. Uh, but yeah, I mean, that's, that's our entire minute 12. Yeah. That's... We're, we're, we're into, I think we're into a little bit of a, uh, lots of things to talk about, but not much happening, right? We're, this is, this episode, or this minute is very, very powerful and very, uh, important because we introduced two characters that three characters, technically one only is only really memorable because it's draw rule. The other guy I think we just forget about immediately. And then we're introduced also to Hector, which, um, yeah, like you said, is a character that could be in the same boat as these other two and just not ever be mentioned again. But, you know, he makes his comeback. He's a hardworking dude. So, yeah, that's uh, that's minute 12. I think uh, I think we covered some cool stuff. I know I I know I repeat myself in this podcast a lot, and I think you're going to probably hear that a lot again. Um, But. For some reason, I feel like it's just it just has to be said over and over again. I also sometimes forget what I say in previous episodes, so that's going to be a thing to hold on to. Um, but what's happening, again, Dan? You okay? I, no, I just you know overly apologetic, I guess. All right. <laughs> uh, but yeah, that was that was minute twelve. Uh, if you enjoyed that, please uh, uh, make sure that you're subscribed over on YouTube, where we post these videos uh, there every time that a new episode comes out. Same time. Uh, no different like early specials or anything, but if you want to watch it in video form, you can do it there. You can do it live. Watch us live. Record these on twitch.tv slash Danitage. Um, or you can find this on your favorite podcasting app. Uh, you can find uh, uh, Daniel, aka Ovacord, on all platforms. And uh, go listen to Far Beyond Metal. Uh, it's a, If you're a metalhead like myself, or you just really like inter- interviewing of musicians and listening to uh, interesting stories. I think that there's always some great insight and some cool things that happen there. Um, Aww, and, I tried and, uh, my best. <laughs> <laughs> other than that, 
you can uh, follow us at 60 second car on most platforms go check out our link tree i'll have a website up soon that where everything links to you can just go there for everything um or if you want to send in some of your thoughts and uh maybe if you want to do like a voice recording and, and give us a thought on something we played in a previous episode i think we can make that happen just email us at 60 second car at gmail.com and uh with that i'll see you later family this effect is subtle. Uh, oh, there it is. If I hold it. Uh, family phaser. Cool. I'm leaving all that in. Good. <laughs>